Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja, back from his horrible sickness. A.K.A. King Kegel, and still kind of sick. Yeah, but less sick, because you can actually record this week. That's fair. And we're also joined by Control Freak. Good evening, everybody. So the whole... The gang's all here, guys. No guests this week, though. The boys are back and they're looking for trouble. I don't know what song you're referencing. I thought you were going to go with The Boys Are Back in Town and yeah, I was going to be like, yeah, I get that one, but I, I don't get that one. Yeah, no, that was a dropkick. Uh, that was a dropkick Murphy song. So. All right, that's fine. Anyone <laughs> listens to Dropkick Murphys here? That's so, fine. So it seems. Uh, so. I'm more of a poker guy. Fair enough. Weird Al, uh, got so, it. <laughs> so what's everybody been playing this week? Weird Al's good at poker. Uh, we will start with Control. Uh, well. Destiny has been kind of the main staple, but uh, everyone who just anyone should know about what's going on with Destiny for the most part. You know, Iron Banner was last week, so banging my head on that PvP wall for a little bit. Glad it's kind of done because uh, that PvP wall. <laughs> I I gave up. <laughs> I, I played five matches and was like, I do not need to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was it was pretty rough for a lot of people. Um but I did turn on Warframe for a little bit. Uh, but not too much going on there. I think they are about to roll out their next frame which is going to be happening alongside a major update. So I am looking forward to that. Uh I believe now I need to now I need to check what's going on. Uh I saw I saw their news article about it earlier. The old blood update. Which Do you get to play as BJ Blaskowitz? No. No, sadly, you do not get to be a Nazi killing badass. Um D- damn it. You are apparently it's implementing the Kuvalich, which is you know the Nemesis system from Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of that, that game. but in Warframe. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so there are going to be like specific officers that if you kill them with an ability, they will come back later with a modification based on that skill. That's oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. So... Basically, if you like, if I kill them with Ember's, uh, whatever the hell that her four ability world on is, fire, the, yeah, with world on fire, they'll come back with something that'll protect them from world on fire. Yes, and probably is, just have buffs in general regarding fire. Right, well, that's pretty badass. I I can dig that. So I'm looking forward to that update, and then I think at the end of this week it drops uh it's not what you're thinking of but uh at the end of the week outer worlds fuck yes that was what i was was thinking thinking of of. by the way oh 
I thought you were uh, okay. I thought you were gonna talk about Call no. of Duty. I thought you were thinking Call of Duty dudes. No, everybody knows that comes. I, that that doesn't matter as much as Outer Worlds. It's just more <laughs> Call of Duty. That's true. Uh, yes. So I am looking forward to Outer Worlds. And by the way, if you uh, haven't done so yet, preload that bitch. Oh yeah. Should probably it's do that. Also available of... on Game Pass Day One. In Deedly Doodly, which is how I got it preloaded on my system. Nice. Yeah, I I'm gonna probably preload it after this. I'll probably <laughs> not preload Modern Warfare and preload that instead because I thirty seven gigs. Wow, that's way smaller because yeah. Modern Warfare is hundred and twenty eight. Yep, and so and here's the funny thing about that: Modern Warfare probably has a single player campaign again. But it it's what six to nine hour campaign probably. Yeah, more than likely. Not yeah. thirty to forty. And then you have what your five to maybe ten multiplayer maps. Yep. And it's how many gigs again? A hundred twenty eight. Right, hundred twenty eight. And then we have Outer Worlds, which is a extremely fancy looking space rpg that i believe takes place on multiple planets from what i am seeing yes and it's only not open world but open space kind of like uncharted was yeah well it, it's like a mass effect kind of thing so every and, planet uh, has its own like little world area yeah. of it that you explore yeah and, it's and that's a 30 only 37 yeah and it's only a 37 gig game that that Although, right there just shows you the the necessity of proper optimization and texture optimization. Yeah. Although I will say COD does have better graphics. COD is definitely like but there more is gritty some... and realistic, but come on. It does yeah, it does feel like they're doing like there are probably areas where they could have compressed that they didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. You, you can't quite see the rifling on the inside of the barrel if we tone down the graphics. Motherfucker, I sh if I am staring down the barrel to look at the rifling, yeah. uh, there are other issues going on here. It, First it and foremost, you don't of, know proper gun safety. <laughs> kind of reminds me also of uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 took up a full dual-layer Blu-ray, which was unbelievable. 50 gigs was unbelievable at the time. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we have uncompressed audio and full 1080p textures. And then, like, you get up close to a wall and you're like, this is ugly as sin. And it still takes a half damn stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Remember when it first dropped and it didn't pre-install everything? So, like, every level you had to wait for it to install? Yes. Oh, God, Yes, I yeah. do. And I wanted to murder someone when that was a thing. Oh man! At least Heavy I... Rain had that little piece of paper in the origami instructions. So. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to fold a crane while we install things. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, the optimization. See, Red Dead's doing that too, from what I hear, though. The Red Dead P. Oh yeah, Red Dead's coming to PC. If y'all didn't hear. Yep. But Red Dead is an open world, like it's a big map. Yeah. Oh yeah, but still, a hundred. I think it's gonna be like a hundred and fifty gigs. Like, holy fuck! Yes, I mean that, that is, is huge. But they've also made improvements for the PC release, and it was already unbelievably gorgeous and detailed for how huge it was. Got the idea that Call of Duty, 
the idea that Call of Duty is what fifty gigs less than Red Dead Two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Does Call of Duty have realistic horse testicle physics? I think not. <laughs> uh, It'd be nice testicle. if it had realistic testicle physics. Period. I I I don't need to know about oh, Warfighter's testicles. Fucking terrified. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. All right, squad. We're we're heading into this firefight. I know a lot of you are kind of scared. Your nuts probably sucked up in there from fear. Hmm. But don't worry about it. Just let them hang. Like, no, no, I don't need to know that. In one of the promotional materials, they're like, yeah, so on this winter level, whenever you go through the water, you actually experience shrinkage. <laughs> we spent six we... months modeling that. How are we going to uh, know when you're wearing pants? Don't worry about that. Just know because some they're of our there guys and they're shrinking. <laughs> If you, uh, if you look at Captain it all Price, depends his on your loadout. shrinks a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Speaking uh, of horror. Yeah, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super fucking stoked for Outer Worlds. And it's been... Have you been looking at... Uh, I guess not reading the reviews, but just looking at the scores it's been getting? I, I have heard that the, uh, the reviews have been... Uh... Pretty kind. Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, back. I think it's been, I think it's been sticking with like a solid eighty-three on Metacritic. Yeah. So I, I just saw a review for it that was kind of middling. Well, it tried to act like it was middling, but as they talked about the game, I just, it's totally my type of game. And I don't want to be spoiled on the game, but I did end up watching a first twenty-minute video, which turned oh, out yeah, the... to not reveal jack shit. And the only well, that... thing it did is make me way more upset that I don't have a way to play it. <laughs> yeah, it... I, I feel like the next couple of weeks for you are actually going to be a living hell. It's going to be actual agony. This is one of those games this generation where I, I, I need it in my life. And I haven't really felt that way this entire generation. Yeah, I mean, Obsidian... For whatever people say about New Vegas, mm. Obsidian knows how to make a good RPG. You know what I yeah. did here, and I feel like it is worth noting because it's an Obsidian. They Minimal said, bugs. They said that there was one que- one side quest in the entire game where they experienced a bug, and it wasn't like game breaking or anything. Otherwise, the game has been completely fun. Which is goddamn amazing. It, I think that that's proof that Obsidian just needs money and time. Which they've had plenty of with Outer Worlds. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I'm super stoked for that to launch. Uh, well, at time of our listeners hearing this, that'll be launching tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that launches on the 25th. Awesome. So, you know, us telling them to go preload it now is uh, a little bit useless no, to them. Yeah, I, I, I load yeah. it now. Yeah, I mean, that's true. If, if you're listening to this in the morning, you know, getting ready for work. Get her uh, started. <laughs> get, get her, her done. started, yeah. If you're listening to it at any point before it actually drops, preload it. <laughs> yeah, that that too. Um, Light, 
What have you been playing this week? So I've been off and on with The Last of Us because I've been on a real big Last of Us kick in anticipation for the sequel. And I mean, I mean a real kick. I've I, I commentary, uh, the making ofs, literally every behind the scenes and interview that they've done for both the original game and the sequel and the remaster. Um, but beyond that, for actual new games, I got, I got a random one for you that ties into a movie that just launched. Oh? Yeah, this is a mobile game, and, and, you know, every once in a while I have a mobile game recommendation. And I decided to put aside my other recommendation for this one, because it's just interesting. So, you know how there are idle clicker games? Yeah. Apparently there's also, like, things called tapper games. And that's a that's a different. Are are we talking like root beer tapper, or is this like that one where you have to constantly click a button to get coins? Yeah, where where but... you're where like the game can play out, but then like as you tap, you you increase whatever. It's not usually my cup of tea. However, uh, Zombieland Double Tapper is a mobile game that just launched that is surprisingly fun to play enough so that i'm recommending it okay i i I am i am going to the play store right now because i'm curious as to what this game looks like i mean it looks like any other mobile game i don't know but it's not something that you sit there and play for hours so like it's not my usual recommendation it goes against everything i would usually recommend for a movie yeah this definitely looks like something i'd play on the shitter at work and then never touch it until well that's the thing is you would play it for a while on the shitter at work right and then you would close it when you're done and it racks up coins and stuff in the background. You don't touch it till you get home. Then you pick it up for another five more minutes. Like every, t- basically, this is a game that you pick up every time you take a dump. Yeah, it's, and it's enjoyable. It's... It doesn't shove ads or anything in your face, but that doesn't mean that it's not grotesquely monetized or anything. It's just not annoying about it. Oh, that's good. So you'll you'd say it gets uh, four toilets out of five. <sighs> Let's call it three and a half because I worry that, like, I haven't progressed far enough to really be this pumped up. I usually just opt for uh, memes while I'm on the crapper. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, uh, and he just outright died. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, he he was able to get his point across before the zombies actually got him. So that's um, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have warned him about that. Anytime you take a crap, make sure to lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking rules of zombie land, man. Yep. Always check every stall. Yep. Every stall. Check every stall. Double tap cardio. Yep. Rule number one cardio, man. What was it? Fuck Rule yeah. 14 was the uh, lock the check every stall, I think. I believe so, yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Zombieland, so. Same here. I mean, it was an entertaining movie, but. Yeah. 
I mean, I had fun with it, even yeah. if Woody Harrelson is a prick. <laughs> I'm back. And is he? I mean, apparently, yeah. Huh. I, I, didn't know. I don't know the full details on it, because I honestly don't keep up with Hollywood scandals, but... He does come off as, like, one of those guys who's just a bit too up his own ass. No, there there was something specific, and I don't remember it, but I, I'm not going to... Allegedly. Well, I, I know I that know. his dad... I, I, I've heard that he was violent in the past, and I know that his dad is a murderer, but... I, I don't was know. it I a sickly ostrich? If you don't understand... What? You haven't seen that episode, have you? Mm-mm. Of oh 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 allegedly oh allegedly <laughs> I was like wait what why do I know that reference? Uh, You're recording a podcast with your buds the other day. Wow, my connection. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Random letter Kenny references. I apologize, uh, everybody. I don't. But yes, al- allegedly, Woody Harrelson is a prick. Mm. I say allegedly because I do not want to get sued for libel. Yeah. That's reasonable. So, it's not like yeah. there's a recording of him screaming at one of the other cast yeah. members for accidentally leaving their cell phone on during recording. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Libel was writing, and also there's a difference between saying I think he's a prick and I heard he's a murderer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, um, what have yeah, you so... been playing? I honestly have been playing a cornucopia of random little things this week. I, I've been having an issue getting into a game for extended periods of time. I can play a little that. bit. Played a little bit more of my U-boat game. Uh, and I play. I finally got around to playing Alien Isolation. <laughs> it's a fun After, game. It is. I'm really enjoying it because it builds tension really well. There is a, before the alien even shows up, there's a point, well, okay, so, spoiler-ish territory, there's a person you meet who gets murderized by the alien, uh, and you don't see the alien, you just see its tail stab him through the fucking, uh, chest, Mm. and... Then you're trying to summon a tram car and it's taking forever and the music is building up to this horrifying crescendo of fuckery. And then the alien doesn't show up then. So (laughs) it's just like my heart sitting there the whole time like, come on, come on, come on, come on, go, 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 please go faster, elevator. (laughs) I don't want to die like this. And then, you know, the alien unceremoniously just kind of plops in front of you later on. Yep. It is terrifying. Like, I, I, okay, so there's two enemies in that game. Well, three, if you count the humans who just want to shoot you. Uh, but, you know, the two main enemies, the working Joes and the alien themselves... The working Joes are just annoying more than anything. The alien is legitimately terrifying to try to avoid because he can just vanish into a vent and then appear behind you. Because I actually crawled into a vent, crawled out of the vent, and the alien just was like right there looking at me like, Hi! I'm gonna eat you now. 
Sup, buddy. Um. There was another time I was hiding behind a desk, and I was like, okay, it's gone. I need to get through that door, though. And I know it's gone, so I'm safe. So I get up and start to walk. The door opens, and it's just me and the alien just staring at each other like, well, this is awkward. And then he uh, <laughs> tiny mouthed my face. Yeah. He just wanted to give you a kiss and got a little excited and the back of your head exploded. Yep, basically. Well, the front of my face. He he didn't get behind me and, you know. Well, no, because it goes through the front of your face and then out the back. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, look, I know I'm having connection issues, but what the fuck? Alien isolation. <laughs> I just heard, I just heard, explodes. Well, the front of my face. Yeah, but he comes from the back and then gets you in the front of the face. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> Have you Aliens? ever seen an alien movie? But it sounds like you're being raped from the random bits I'm hearing. Like, I don't know how bad I'm roboting right now. Have you you seen aliens? Have you seen Geiger's alien? (laughs) All the more reason. Yeah. It all makes sense in the end. You get a face full of alien wing wong and then you have something bursting from your chest. I'm sorry. Hang on a second. What did you just say? A face full of alien wingwong. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. The alien does have a dick for a head. Have you never... Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this comic is dead now. Do you remember VG Cats? No. Okay. I'm a... I'm... This... I'm gonna post this up. And you... You are going to... Read this little comic, and you will laugh, and you will think, oh my god, that's disgusting. And then you will laugh again, because it's absolutely true. Aliens give you a face full of alien wingwong. Xenomorphs give you a face full of alien wingwong. I mean, I think we all knew that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I know yep. this means nothing in an audio medium that I just started laughing randomly, but that last fucking panel. Yup. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> I would say we'll post it to the Facebook. Damn right you will. Alright. I'll post it to the Facebook so everybody knows what the fuck we're on about. Oh, dear God. All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that's just been implied from the beginning. Uh, you know, they they face rape you until the chestburster comes in. Uh, Geiger, you strange, strange, crazy man. Yeah. Oof, boy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I super dig the game. It's a hell of a lot of fun and i love the fact that they give you a gun but it's like this is useless <laughs> against good, everything good yeah you'll you'll get other guns later but you're still feeling you know you you'll deal with the robots and be like yeah i'm a badass and then one alien will show up and you're just like i need to run and you'll well, run very I mean, very far away 
that's basically what it is. You can fight the working Joes. Yeah, it's still better to not fight them. Yeah, because there's Cause always it, more. Yeah, but you can fight them and win. You try to fight the alien, he's going to look at you and just go, You serious, dog? Oh, that's adorable. You think you're a threat. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm not super far in the game, but I, I've kind of called things that will come later. So most of them haven't been true yet. It's like usually I what thought, happens, though. Yeah, but I thought that, you know, Wayland yutani corporate <laughs> chick, who's not the main character, <laughs> was going to get was going to be the one to get the face full of alien wing wong. Mm. But I guess that doesn't make sense for her to get that. And then Sevastopol to be in the shit already. I guess yeah. that's what you guys are just going to call it now. Isn't it? Yep. That's what we're going to call it now. It's the only appropriate uh, measure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I call, I called that. It wasn't true, but you know, I know she's a Wayland Utani corporate executive. Chances are they she wants the alien. And chances are she's just gonna die horribly. That too. <laughs> cause they all do, cause fuck Wayland Utani. Hmm. Uh but yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been playing. You know, a little bit of sprinkling of destiny here and there, trying to grind for some exotics. And, uh, yeah, otherwise I've been playing, like, tabletop games, but that's not super interesting to discuss here. I actually played a couple on Sunday. Like, not, I'm assuming not D&D, because I'm no. talking about non-D&D &D yeah. war games. Yeah, non-D&D, um, smaller games. Uh, apparently there's, there is a, uh, tabletop shop, like, Five minutes from my place. I didn't oh, know shit, about really? it. Yeah, I didn't know about it, but one of my buddies basically was like, hey, we're going to go over to this place on Sunday. Did you want to join? I was like, sure. And I didn't actually look up the address until Sunday, and I was like, that is literally like a two-minute drive from my apartment. Okay. Damn. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yep, so some point during the weekends I will probably be going there to play the many, many board games that I have and have never properly played, like Relic or Zombicide or all the other things. I see I would because the only shop we have around here isn't really tabletop focused. Mm. It's uh you know, just general board games and you know, magic. Right. I think they do like a D&D &D Adventure League and an X-Wing night. But you're not going to find like the six by four tables there that you need to play 40K. Yeah, uh, this place doesn't have tables quite like that. So it's not quite the full extent. They have like the generic assortment of board games. So they have like Smash Up and uh, like most of the, as I said, like Relic um, and a couple of smaller ones. Like I played one called Cartographer. Oh, I've heard a cartographer. It's a lot of fun. It's it's literally like you it's like playing Tetris on a map. So you designate where you put the pieces and you get points based on various objectives. And you're playing through like the course of a year. 
and different months have different objectives. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get my buddy into Guild Ball currently, which is a... If you're familiar with Blood Bowl, right. it's like that, but with soccer. <laughs> so, trying to do that. Um, I actually managed to get some models on the table for that, so that was fun. Very cool. I don't know if he actually had fun, but I had fun. <laughs> so... Long as we'll see what had I... fun. Yeah, one of us had fun. Um, but yeah, always good to have fun. It is. But onto our—I don't want to say main topic, but our our main topic our, of the eve. Our topic. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, we're nope. gonna take a short break here. Um, check out these promos for other podcasts that are in our little uh, next wave, that's NXT wave or alternate reality radio group. Go check them out on pod. We have a list on pod chaser with a bunch of different podcasts and you will hear some of the promos from them now. So we'll be back in just a moment, folks. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I'm Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And we're, we're the, the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. How dare I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many? That means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! Okay, and we're back. We hope you enjoyed those promos. Uh, we heard some screaming from Light's End, and he said something about a face hugger. So... Uh, something about a creepy spider on the on the ceiling, and then he went silent. Um, might be back in about a couple hours, complaining about chest pains. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. But... In the meantime, we're going to move on to our spooky topic for the week, which, uh... Or spooky. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it's... I mean, it's not really that spooky. Um, you want to tell them what we're doing, since it was your idea? Sure. So, 
this week for our continuation of the Spooktober, um, I wanted to discuss the progression of horror games. So, obviously, everyone has, you know, either favorite horror game, least favorite horror game, games they don't believe are horror games, as we've discussed in the past. But a lot of these games will start as horror and become something else. Or some games will start as something else and become horror. Yes. So I wanted to kind of discuss that uh, flow, I guess would be a a good word for that. The the flow of that transition from one thing to the next. Um, And one that that I always like to bring up, and I'm pretty sure I've brought it up in the past at some point, um, I always like to bring up Dead Space. I, I think we actually brought it up last week. Did we? Uh, a well, bit, we, I, a bit. I know we talked about it, but did we talk about the specific progression from it being like a proper legit horror game and then you get to game two and it's like, Isaac knows what these things are. It's still freaky and there is still the horror aspect, but your character, like the the in-game portrayal, it's no longer everything happens and I'm screaming in fear. It's things are happening and I'm getting angry. Like Isaac Clark is no longer this little was who sees a Xeno, but not a Xenomorph. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where our brain, although that would be a fun game. I was going with Xenomorph and then I was going to say Deadite. (laughs) Wow. You just, you just went uh, two completely different sides of that spectrum necromorph he sees a necromorph and instead of screaming and wetting his spacesuit he instead pulls out his gun and starts screaming expletives at it as he's dismembering the thing is it still freaky yes but is the character scared anymore no and are are you see the real question is though are you as the player scared which i would say for dead space 3 no yeah, well, and that's the thing. In Dead Space 2, you do still have kind of that shock factor, especially at the beginning. It's like you're waking up, and this dude's shaking, you like, Isaac, we got to get out of here. I'm here to help you. And then he gets a forehead full of alien wing-wong, for lack of a better term, um, and becomes a necromorph right in front Please of your very eyes. Let me make that the episode title. <laughs> Face full of alien wing-wong? I mean... I th- I think uh, we might get in trouble if we use that as the yeah as the title, but uh, say we're face full of aliens, face full of aliens. We'll go with that. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but you start off with that horror aspect, and it's like you don't have a weapon. You're literally tied in a straitjacket, trying to run through this facility as everything's going to hell. But once you're out of the straitjacket, once you have your plasma cutter, it's like okay. I know what to do. Yeah, it's like, let's take, with it. let's take stock here. I know what to do. And then the third game, I think we brought this up last week, Isaac's drunk in a bar. Yeah. And the company basically comes in and goes, you gotta. <laughs> hey, He's we like, really want... fucked this up. Uh, we kept building more of those marker things that you told us not to build. And now everything's gone bad. So, you gotta. I don't wanna. You fucked it up. You gotta. Yep. Your ex-girlfriend's there. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. That's stupid. Fine. Line. Go help your ex-girlfriend. Mother. She's my ex, bitch. Like, like no. I don't wanna. 
I'm going to stay um, here and enjoy this lovely bottle of Jack Daniels. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that, like, that's what Dead Space went with. They, you had the same character from game to game. And right. you developed that character. That character developed. And the gameplay reflected that evolution. Right, and that's the be- that's the best progression I've seen. And I know yeah. a lot of people shit on Dead Space 3 for a number of reasons. It's just the bullet hell. It's like, yes, because Isaac Clarke is no longer a little bitch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, by Dead Space 3, he's fucking killed everything. And I'm going to... Okay, so I, I want to bring up Resident Evil then in that because I oh, know yeah. we've talked about Resident Evil before, but, you know, it started off as the survival of the unknown so you start off in spencer manor you know jill valentine and the stars rapid response team (laughs) going into the uh spencer manor and like oh what the hell's going on here and then you go to resident evil 2 and leon and claire like what the hell's going on here yep and then you know obviously resident evil 3 jill has become kind of a badass by three yeah, I would I but would agree the, with that. She she con- she knows what to expect. The controls are still shitty, but you know, as a <laughs> character, she's not super frightened anymore. Yeah, and then Nemesis shows up and she shits her pants. <laughs> like, because, how the hell do I deal with this god awful thing? Yeah, because there's really no other response to the Nemesis other than pure blood shitting terror. <laughs> Have you seen that thing's face? Have you seen the, uh, I don't know if it's an Unreal version, but I think someone, uh, actually, wait, 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 no. Waiting, 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 what? Possible rumor about a remake for three? Oh, dude, that's been a rumor for a while. Yeah, but I just saw a really good, like, screenshot of the Nemesis face. Oh, boy. Like if it if it's three with the gameplay of two, I will be so happy. Like if they re- if they remake three with the same love they showed for Resident Evil Two, I will be so fucking happy. Yeah. Um. And then, and if only they would remake one like that, even though we already technically got the full HD remaster of one. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. But yeah, so then I'm I'm just gonna go with the numbered Resident Evil games for the most part here. Okay. Uh, so then you get to Resident Evil Four, and you know we meet Le- we go back to Leon Kennedy, and he's kind of jaded and Bruce Campbelly now. Yeah. Well, and I, I know a lot of people sing the four the praises of four. You have sang I, the praises of four. I will sing the praises of four till the day I die. My Mostly because they'll remake it for every console. My issue with 4 was less on gameplay. I thought the gameplay was very solid. But it was no longer about zombies. Nope. Like, it, it jumped the zombie shark, for lack of a better word. Like, it was... Yeah, it's now Las Plagas. Well, what the fuck is that? Well, it's a progenitor version of the zombie virus from Resident Evil 1 and 2 and 3. Well, what the hell yeah. is it doing out here? Oh, well, this is where it technically originated from. What? 
Yeah. Like it, it, its story just, it, it didn't it, no, match. It is, it is a 100% B-movie, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness style horror story. Yeah. That is what Resident Evil 4 is, and that's why I will sing its praises into, hev- into heaven and hell. <laughs> I will say, while parts of that game were scary, it did get away from its horror game roots. Yeah. That that one scared you, though. That was a different kind of horror, I'll say. Because that was the sheer blood-shitting terror of, I don't have enough ammo to deal with the hundred guys that are currently coming at me, one of which has a chainsaw. Yeah. And most, well, and that was the thing. It was like most of the guys were a slow hobble. And then you had the running yeah. chainsaw. You're like, oh, crap. Um, yeah, <laughs> And then the suplex monks, we can't forget about them. Yeah. I, yeah. And then but you had your it, little Napoleon complex motherfucker, which <laughs> that I, again, it, it was the shark jump of resident evil at that point. It, Don't you it talk realized about it was Napoleon. Yeah. It realized like, I don't know if it realized it or it just chose to go campy. It did. It, they 100% decided that, oh, we can't write for shit, <laughs> let's just write a B-movie. Because Resident Evil has never had a good plot. Eh, yeah, it is the, that's true. It is the Charlie Day meme with him sitting in front of the board <sighs> with all the fucking strings. Uh, that is the plot of a Resident Evil movie mm-hmm. game. <laughs> and the movies. But, that's, you know, that's four, and then five was pure action. Yeah, with, with uh, Chris, Chris Redfield and his uh, biceps that apparently crush boulders. Yeah, and then you get to six where you have Leon, I've forgotten what a zombie is, Kennedy. <laughs> Mr. President, please don't make me do this. The president literally just got done eating the Secretary of Defense's face. Shoot him. Like, Leon, <laughs> you've dealt with this. <laughs> I, I When I went back and played 2, and I hear the cop tell him that it's like, doesn't matter if they're a uniform, civilian, they're acting like one of those things, you shoot them in the fucking head. He obviously forgot like, about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he, you forgot that guy who died to save your ass, didn't you, Leon? <laughs> it's been so long. But 6 was also another not scary at all action game. Yeah. And then you got to seven. Yeah, and seven which... was a very good reboot? Question mark? Because apparently they're not even following it anymore. With no, the next they are. One. Are they? I think they're. I think they're still following it. It's just I. I don't. I don't know, man. Like I said, Resident Evil's plot is a fucking. Cacophony of like, ridiculous stupidity. Yeah, because what was it in in seven? Chris Redfield was actually working for like Blue Umbrella or whatever. Yeah, undercover. well, it was yeah, it was just Umbrella, and it's like my name is Chris Redfield. I'm here to help you. And my like what I would have, what I first thought I should say when that happened was like, okay, so we're restarting the timeline. This is after Resident Evil 1. So Chris and Jill have dealt with this before. 
Umbrella has officially been taken out. Taken down. Like, the entire main head of Umbrella was removed. Maybe they're off to be shadow puppets somewhere else. But Umbrella now becomes a anti-bioweapons group. Chris is in charge of the primary task force regarding these things. And they're basically going through the old files and it's like, oh shit, they were doing stuff in this region. They were doing stuff in this region and he's part of the group that goes out to resolve this, like to find these old experiments and uh, neutralize them. That's what I was hoping for. That's what I kind of still hope for. Even though well, I don't doubt it won't be that. Did you play the DLC for 7? I did not. Okay, so they kind of explain the Chris Redfield thing. Mm. So apparently, like, he's work, like he's quote-unquote working with Blue Umbrella. But mm. he's actually still with the BSAA investigating bioweapons. Huh. And he, like, got sent in... He got, like, loaned to Blue Umbrella as a piece, as, like, an undercover agent of the BSA. I don't know. It's still fucking convoluted. But basically, he's still with the BSAA. So it it really is just a continuation of the Resident Evil storyline. Yep. With a completely new character, which is what that game needed, honestly. It did. It Until did, the DLC but... when you played as Chris Redfield. Yeah, I... I... I would have actually been happier if it was a reboot. If they had said, all right, we have made six of these games and they have gotten re-goddamn-diculous. Let us go back to the basics. Like, it's one man, it's zombies, it's weird, freaky shit all over the place and build up from there. Like, I would have been very happy with that, even with the Chris Redfield not at the end. And it's like, yeah, this is an alternate timeline where, yes, the ori origins of Umbrella were bad. However, this is, you know, a new face of it because Umbrella did get taken down. Because, I'm sorry, when you have a multi-billion dollar corporation who actively created, you know, a bioweapon, released it in a large populated city, and the information all got out... I'm pretty sure that board of directors would no longer exist. Yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. So, yeah, I, 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 I would have liked to liked it to have been a alternate timeline. Like, okay, we're re we're restarting this. We're gonna reintroduce all your old favorites in different fashions. So it's like, yeah, you might bump into Leon, but now he's you know. Maybe he's still the president's bodyguard, or but he now knows Chris Redfield. Like they trained together because these bioweapons have become more of a threat. So now he's trained with Chris, but he acts as security for the president. You know, right. I never stuff understood like that. that. He, he's friends with Jill. He would know Chris. Yeah. That is also Chris yeah. was part of the Raccoon City Police Department. Well, but that was the thing. It was Leon. Leon was driving to Raccoon no, City I, to join the no, police I know. department. He got in the original canon. He got drunk because his girlfriend dumped him. Leon did. And he, yeah, that's that's the whole shtick. <laughs> in in the original release of two, he got uh, drunk, 
missed his first day because his girlfriend dumped him. Oh, my God. And that's why he's late. In the second one, they're just like, he was just late for some reason. Yeah. He was just driving into town. Like, it was... Yeah. He was just getting there. Oh, my goodness. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. No, that's, that's fucking hilarious. But, yeah, so that's Resident Evil, you know, a game that went from horror to action to... Back to horror? I would yeah. say. It, I, I won't deny, like, you did get kind of loaded up with ammunition there oh yeah i mean you get a flamethrower right after the first chapter yeah so you it, it starts off really good for the horror aspect because there are a lot of freaky things going on but once they start loading you up with stuff you're just kind of like okay now it's less of a can i kill this thing and more of a how do i want to kill this thing yeah what do i do it it, it gets to the resident evil 4 it's like hmm what option do i want today yeah uh, I guess we should go into the, you had mentioned Outlast pre-recording. I did. And I've, I've never played Outlast. I know the, I know they're both essentially horror walking simulators, uh, but I know, the first, <laughs> I know that the first one is more well received than the second Yes, as a horror game. The first one did a very good job with its pacing. Um, because, you know, you're an investigative reporter. You've heard some weird things going on at this insane asylum. So you're like, you got tipped about some crazy fucking experiments and you go in and, you know, within the first 10 minutes, you bump into a lot of really creepy shit. Like I was unnerved when I was playing through it. And this was after I had watched someone else play through that part. Um... And, you know, we always reference these things as walking simulator because it's you're traveling from point A to point B. Once you're at point B, now you're traveling to a new point B. Um, and there's, you know, there's a set path that you're going to go through. There are set things you're going to see. Um, and Outlast 1 did a very good job of setting up the environment, making things feel creepy, you know, you're unsettled going through this. Like you might be going through an empty goddamn hallway. There's nothing there. There's nothing around you. Nothing scary. And you're unnerved because the lights are perfectly spaced. So there's still those dark corners. You know, you've got these doors with these rooms with their doors slightly ajar. You've got static coming from a random TV in a room where this one mental patient is sitting there watching the static and he's just sitting yeah and it's it's all very unnerving the second one doesn't it start with a helicopter crash yes like a goddamn gears of war game kind of yeah um the the intro portion is you your and your girlfriend who are reporters are doing a report about this girl who was found on the roadside strangled to death like she was she apparently she was pregnant but had been strangled to death or something like that and you're like in the area investigating it like doing a aerial view of the region why the fuck are you doing that who knows sounds like a really stupid idea and then there's this giant blinding flash of light 
and your helicopter goes down. You wake up, the pilot is dead, and your girlfriend is missing. And you find yeah, your no... camera, and you pick it up, and now you're trying to go look for your girlfriend. Yeah, no, that's some psychotic action game plot. Well, and that's the thing. You get to, like, the first little town bit, and you're, like, looking through all these buildings, and it's like, this looks like, you know, it looks like an almost like a Western-style town, like an, oh, an old West, like... Like an old mining town kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking through these buildings, and you see, like, food and stuff, but you're not seeing people. And then, like, one of the first things you bump into is this crazy lady with a giant, what looks to be pickaxe, chasing you down. She starts chasing you, and... It... They went with a gore for gore sake on oh. this one. And I like I liked the first one because can it get bloody? Yes. You literally had a dude chopping off your fingers because he was weird like that. But it made sense for the premise, for the region. It was like these are all mental patients who have been tormented and tortured and they're all very unhinged. It's like walking through an entire house full of jokers. <laughs> Outlast oh, no. 2 was like I can't even equate it to like Jared Leto Joker because this was it was like going through a town full of sociopaths who were screaming religious crap at you Ooh. and the whole time they're just like I want to gut you like a fish because I want to and I'm, I'm gonna the be shiniest a... meat bicycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And that's the thing. Like, you could almost equate them to the psychos in Borderlands. Like, you bump into packs of these things at some points, and the, they start chasing you, and you're running through this mining town, basically, or I think it's a logging town. But you're running through this town trying to get away from them as they're screaming at you. You know. And the entire time I was watching it, it was just like, none of this makes sense. In Outlast 1, there was a premise behind it. And did it get to a uh, supernatural point? Yes. But it never went over the top with it. This one completely drank way too much Kool-Aid. <laughs> way too much Kool-Aid. And... The end of it, because I'm never going to play through it, and honestly, I don't suggest most people play through it. It's it's not a good trip. At the very end... I didn't plan on playing through it, but I'll just say it just just in case. Uh, Spoiler warning, skip ahead if you don't want to know the end (laughs) to Outlast 2. Pretty much, you find your girlfriend... She looks like she is nine months pregnant. Where before you only thought she might have been pregnant. She gives birth. And one of the religious nuts who was the the shepherd of all of these people. Um, is basically telling you after you've already mortally wounded him. That he you need to kill it. Because it is the Antichrist. And of course it is. 
yeah, yeah. And you tell him no, and he's like, well, I don't want to see the world that comes from this. And he slits his own throat. And then you step outside, and it appears to be the end of the world. And it was like, this shit made no sense whatsoever. Because you find out that blinding flash at the start of the game was actually like an EMP pulse from some radar tower on some like on some mountaintop or hilltop nearby. But apparently these like frequently happening waves have slowly been driving all the townsfolk insane. I was like, okay, so there is technically a scientific reason why all these guys have been going psychotic. And I was like, oh, but actually, it really is the end of the world. It's like, okay, good, good. This is a good plot. We've gone from horror to, oh, it's explainable to, what? Yep. And, uh. and that's the thing, like, there were parts that were legitimately gross. Not horror, not cringy, disgusting. Just, just gross gooiness? Um, creepy, possible pedophile creature-like guy who decides to lick your face. Um, the dude who literally is covered in sores and every known STD, apparently grinding up on you and vomiting on you and yeah it's it's just bad it's bad like i i felt ill watching segments of this game i watched the entirety of outlast and whistleblower and there were some fucked up scenes in that i mean there was the scene of the guy chopping off a dude's <laughs> yeah and you know what it was like that's really gross that's really creepy but I didn't feel disgusted Outlast 2 disgusted me and it was like that was a failure because it was like yeah they're they're trying to get that shock horror value and it was like but you you didn't send it to us and this is gonna switch over to comedy for a quick second you didn't send it to us like a pie in the face, which would be funny. You sent it to us like a sledgehammer. And no one wants to get a sledgehammer to the face. Pie to the face, you get it, you laugh, you're done. A sledgehammer to the face, you're done. Yeah, you're just done. <laughs> there, there is no, There's no coming back from a sledgehammer to the face. No, no there is not. Unless maybe Nemesis. That would be the only thing. But he looks like he took a sledgehammer to the face. So, uh, so yes, that is that was my rant about the Outlast series. The first game and its expansion, grade A quality. It's a walking simulator, yes, but it is a fantastic one that puts you on edge. Avoid Outlast 2. It's not worth your money. All right, this has been Control's uh, Horror Game Review Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, sorry, I, sorry, I had to get that, like, oh. I mean, I just went on a fucking rant about the Resident Evil series. I think you get your rant about <laughs> Outlast. Uh, I mean, the only other thing I was going to talk about was um, uh, Silent Hill. Okay. 
And here's the reason why I want to bring up Silent Hill, because most of the games we've discussed that are good at being horror are either horror by sheer force of you are outnumbered beyond belief, a la Resident Evil 4, or horror by awesome atmosphere, a la Alien Alien Isolation, which they might be making a second one of. I'd be okay with that. If they do it right. If they... (laughs) You know, it'd be kind of awesome if they did it like uh, Alien Isolation 1 is like the a- the first Alien movie. Alien Isolation 2 is Aliens. Mm. So now you're fighting a shitload of them, but they can actually die now. Do you have a squad, though? Or is it still just you? No, it's just you. Uh, that'd be oh, nightmare. <laughs> yup. <laughs> it, it'd be like Colonial Marines, but not shit. Ah, uh, Colonial Marines, why? Because they hate us. But no, uh, so Silent Hill, you know, they did a really good thing with Silent Hill 1 through 4. You know, they had good atmosphere, good pacing, a decent horror, a good villain. And then they tried to recapture that with all of the other ones. What about and the just... dog? Was he best about... villain? Wait, which one was the dog the villain? Wasn't that uh, Silent Hill 2? No. Silent, Silent Hill 2, the villain was Pyramid Head. No. Silent Hill 2 had the dog ending. And dog was best villain. I don't remember that ending. You've I don't never I seen got... that hidden... So it's a, it's a hidden ending. But there is an ending where it turns out the ultimate bad guy... Was a dog. Huh. Yep. Oh. And it was also a Shiba Inu. Run and apparently it was also part of the UFO ending of Silent Hill Origins and Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Yeah, all of them had a weird joke ending. I don't know why. Alright. Cool. Um, yep. yep. But yeah, no, the Silent Hill series, you know... They tried very hard to keep going with the horror, and I don't think they ever got there again. Nah. After really. the after the initial four. Which one was four? So, was that four the room? Four was uh, the room. Okay. I wasn't 100% sure if it was. Yeah, four was the room. And I just, I don't think they ever got back to that horror aspect. And I think they had a decent shot with Silent Hills. And then, obviously, well, shot we all that. know what happened to Silent Yep. Konami shot that, and now it's a pachinko machine. Along with the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. Bet you didn't know that. They HD remastered Metal Gear Solid 3, like, full HD remaster, not just a texture upgrade. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's it's some kind of gambling machine. So, that sucks. And then they put out, what was it? Uh, oh, um, why am I blanking on it? It used to be a 2D side-scroll shooter. Contra? Contra, yeah, and then they put out the uh, crappy Contra. I don't even... I was so stoked when I saw Contra was coming back, and then I've just read all the reviews and <laughs> watched gameplay. Yeah. Oh, they are not kind to Contra Rogue Core. No, they are not. 
it was god awful. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, so here's okay. So this is unrelated to anything, you know, but we're we're getting up on time here. <laughs> a little bit. Uh one thing I've had to do with Alien Isolation that I haven't had to do with a game since like Doom 3. I've had to write down codes. Yeah. Like I I've act, I actually have a notepad document up with with codes on it and like rooms to investigate that I need to look at cuz it doesn't have something in the game that tells you these are the codes, these are your rooms. It's just like, no, you need to remember that shit or you're fucked. <laughs> I need to go investigate the Was it the robotics lab? No, no it's a cybernetics I, lab. Shit. I literally Outside had a point ship. I literally had a point in the game. Uh, you're investigating the hospital. And I need to open a door with a code. And I got the code, got past the alien, got through the door, and forgot the code. So I had to go back past the alien, back to the door, back to the room where I got the code, write down the code, come back, and, uh, you know open the door and that's when the alien decided to follow me and then we rounded the corner and death happened. <laughs> so yeah. I'm super digging that game. I can't wait to play more of it. It was a good game. It definitely was. Yeah, I wish I hadn't waited this long to play it, but you know, here we are. Yeah, you're playing it at the right time. Yeah, that's true. It is a spooky season. Yep. But uh you got any closing thoughts on uh, horror games? Do we have any more that we should touch on? Uh, I, You know, honestly, when people mention horror games, I think we kind of, we caught covered, the big, the big three. We covered the staples. Yeah. yeah. Actually, was it four or three? No, it was three. Well, we had well, Dead four. Space. We, yeah, four. We had There's Dead Space, we had uh, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, and Outlast, yeah. Yep. I mean, I guess you could say Amnesia, but Amnesia never really stop doing the scary thing yeah it that was the thing amnesia started spooky had great atmosphere amnesia continued to be spooky and had great atmosphere and then they keep kept putting out new versions like the machine for pigs and it was spooky Wait. and had a great atmosphere machine for pigs though was less spooky i think yes uh they they that one delved more into the uh broad mythology and less the uh like Cthulian horror right uh so I, I'm just gonna mention one more horror game that's not necessarily a horror game okay um this war of mine really Cause it's not it's not a horror game but it could technically be classified. It could be horror to somebody because it's the horrors of war. Mm. Like what being not a soldier, but a civilian in like a war torn country is like. Right. So you could technically count that as horror to a point. Yeah. It, I would it, say it's a type of. Yeah. But it, it's not like, you know, your standard like, Oh, oh God. Oh God. I'm going to die. I'm going to yeah. die. It's not that kind it's, of horror. It's not spooky, scary skeletons. It's, Oh God, what have I done? It's, Oh God, I'm so depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but it's, it is, there are a couple of games that have touched on that. Some have done it well. Some have done it not so well. 
Looking at you, spec ops the line. That was a very poor way to go about it. Um, really? I thought a lot of people liked spec ops the line. See, some people thought it was a great twist, but I don't think, like, it. There were aspects that were good about it. But then when it was like the whole twist, you were the baddie the whole time, was just kind of like. It felt like it cheapened a lot of what you went through. Because it's That's like, fair. You're, you're going through all this, seeing these horrors that someone else has done, and your character is reacting to these horrors, and you're feeling for them as they happen. And it's like, oh, by the way, all of these were actually committed by you. And that's why your squad this whole time has been going, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, Which, and I'm, like your squad is actually not actually there or something. Like there, it there was a massive. No, the, it was like a massive head case type of thing. Yeah, it was totally some fucking apocalypse now style shit. Yeah. Which again, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's actually a valid statement. It's been a very long time since I've seen Apocalypse Now. But yeah, it's like they they did a good job. With the setup, but I think their execution was poor. That's fair. And a lot of horror games do that. They, they start off really strong and then just, you know, give you all of the guns. Yeah. Yep. Or they just don't ever have a payoff for the spooky. Yeah. Like, okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna bring up Man of Medan. So Man of Medan, uh, spoilers. This is the last thing we're talking about, so spoilers mm-hmm. here for the end. Uh, Man of Medan, you, you get to the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to skip over the starting bit because the scary part's on the ship. Yeah. So you're walking through the ship and the whole time you're seeing ghosts and all this other stuff. And there's this green mist around the whole time. And you're like, oh, is this some kind of zombie mist? Because they show it getting like struck by lightning at the start of the game. Hmm. And it starts leaking out of this box. It's like, oh, is this a zombie mist? You open a casket. By the way, are you going to play Man of Medan? Probably not. Okay. So you, like, open a casket that they have all laid out really weird in this chapel. And it's like this two-headed freak alien thing. Okay. And it turns... And you go through the whole game going, what's it going to be? Is it going to be like the Wendigo's? You know, is there actually going to be a supernatural element to this? Is it going to be really creepy? Is it aliens? No, it's a new kind of uh, weapon developed by the Germans. Basically to induce mass... It's fear gas. It's Scarecrow's fear gas. Right. So so you bumped into a Batman villain storage facility and... Yeah. And I don't want to cheapen it because the game is still pretty fun, but... You know, once you kind of figure out, it's like, oh, none of this is real. And that's why everybody's going insane. It's like, cool, nothing's scary anymore. Yeah, that's... You guys guys realize, like, the main success of Until Dawn, I I think it was because of the Wendigos. It was because it started off, like, horror, but then it's like, oh, it's just Josh fucking with us, you know? Yeah. Cause and that was the thing. It was the game starts off and creepy stuff happens, and then freaky stuff happens. 
to one group and the other group something just as freaky is going on is like holy shit so my, i think my only complaint with the with until dawn was they brought both of them in at the same time oh so, yeah they brought they brought the they psycho brought... and the wendigo yeah i feel like they could have started with the psycho or started with the Wendigo. Like the Wendigo scene happens. Guy runs back to the like. Guy chases after her, ends up somehow back at the main house and is trying to convince the others of what's going on. And Josh is the one that would be like, "Okay, you're just trying to fuck with me, like you fucked with my sisters. Like that's not cool, bro." And he storms off, and then Josh comes back dressed up as the psycho. And starts off and then, that one, but it turns out the Wendigo whole shtick was still real and played out that Yeah. One. Which, I mean, they kind of did that because at the beginning, you know, the two sisters run off and they definitely get killed by something that isn't human. Yeah. That is um, true. But they make you think it is because they show the guy in the gas mask and all that. Yep. I mean, I they, they did that to a point, like, because the Wendigos didn't come in till later. They, so much. They were they were always in the background, but they yeah, were never they were never the mainstay until much later. Also, I'd just like to point out that that girl who got you know dragged through the front window of that cabin. How is she alive? Yeah, no, her spine would have split in half. Yeah, that that and scene was kind of like what the shit. Yeah. Unless she was like a gymnast, in which case she would have been fine, but <laughs> that anyway. window is not big enough for you. <laughs> no. Uh but yeah, I think that's a good place to call it for tonight. Yeah. Touched so, on some good stuff. Uh yeah. Lots of interesting and, topics, lots of debate points. I'd say so. And next week, we got a good topic lined up for you. Hopefully, Light's internet is uh, more cooperative with him. We should probably check in on him. Yeah, probably. We might need to put him on ice or something. (laughs) Uh, Um, But no, for the topics that you guys heard today, leave us a comment. Because I actually want to hear what, uh, what people think. Do they agree? Do they disagree? Did someone that played Outlast 2 think it was the world's greatest scary game? Or do people also agree on that one that just don't give it your money? (laughs) I feel bad because I like the company. The company that made that, they they do put out good stuff, but it was just that particular game just... Mm. I'd say every company gets at least one misstep unless you're Focus Home Interactive, in which case you get a lot of missteps. (laughs) No, and that's the thing with Focus. They're always so close. And they just misstep just a little bit. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, once this episode goes up, feel free to, I'll I'll either put up a poll on Twitter or propose the question. Uh, otherwise you can just listen to this episode and add us on Twitter with, if you agree with us or if you don't, or go to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash gaming casual pod, or add us on Twitter at gaming casual pod. And those links will be in the description. Control, where can people find the things that you do? 
how I do, what I do, when I do. Um, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash controlfreak. Otherwise, you can find me on Facebook. Again, I keep bringing this up, and I keep for, like not actually updating it. I feel bad about that. But do I, I have do... to start messaging you during the week? You probably should. Just be like, hey, man, what are you going to talk about? You should totally talk about something. Um, but no, I run a page called Ziguru Review. So it is facebook.com slash Ziguru Review. Uh, link will be down below wherever you're watching this, listening to this. Watching this? God, if we had video cameras of us doing this crap. Mm. I don't think I mean... you have much of an audience. No, I disagree. But, yeah. So, go to the links in the description. Check out those pages. I'll get on him to fucking update Ziguru Review. You can also find me on twitch.tv slash lordsedge and on Twitter at sedge underscore gaming. I also have a YouTube channel, but I honestly haven't posted anything there in like a year or so. Wait, and he's judging me on Ziguru Review. Hey, man. But we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, to everybody who listens every week, we love you. Um, we hope you guys enjoy the show because we enjoy making it for you very much. Uh, and yeah, give us a share with some of your friends if you think they would also like the show. Like and subscribe. I won't do the uh, Borderlands 3 outro again. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. But we'll see you guys next week for the Halloween special. <laughs> see, you say you're not going to do... Well, you didn't say you were doing the Borderlands 3 one. You didn't. I didn't. I didn't say I wasn't going to do a creepy I laugh. I guess that's yeah, true. So unfocused. <laughs> that's what makes it casual. It's true. But good night, everybody. See ya.